The Blokebusters Podcast is proud to be a member of the Pod Bros Network. You can find us as well as other fine shows such as The Guy Huddle, Language of Bromance, and Dave's Nerd Compendium at podbros.com and on Twitter at Podbros Network. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Blokebusters Podcast. I'm Santa, and I endorse this product or service. Santa's laughter mocks the poor, it's Christmas time again You hear it in the songs of joy promoting fiscal gain You see it in the credit cards that plaster down the drain Cause Santa's laughter mocks the poor and here it comes again Santa's laughter mocks the poor, it echoes in the night A nagging sound that makes you wonder if you got it right Everybody lies awake and thinks there's more to life But Santa's laughter mocks the poor Welcome to episode 59 of the Blockbusters Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Paul. And today, uh, this is our generic <laughs> Christmas special. Yes, very generic. <laughs> uh, we are going to briefly talk about uh, probably Paul and I's favorite Christmas special, not only of this year, if, if I'm speaking for myself, but probably of all time, just straight up Christmas special, uh, which it, we'll get to in just a sec. It was fairly interesting. Uh, yeah, and a little later in the podcast, we'll just kind of go over... Uh, all-time favorite Christmas movies, and included with that, favorite films to watch around Christmas that may not necessarily be called Christmas films. Yes. Uh, and your your diehards is kind of the typical example there. Or, yes, yeah. and we might even get into <laughs> the discussion that I think we might have had before, the, whether or not they are. <laughs> like, and what qualifies as a Christmas yeah. film? Is it a bigger idea? We might get to all of that existential yeah. uh, stuff. And but, also, yeah. just before we go into it, just mm. to get the politically correct <laughs> thing out of the way, Happy Hanukkah and all that to, the, to all the others. Uh, the reason Mary we Kwanzaa, say yeah. the reason we say Christmas is because we are in an area where Christmas is the predominant holiday of the and season. A early Happy Festivus to you, Paul. Uh, two days away from the <laughs> yes. official Festivus, which is what my personal religion is. Yeah. <laughs> One yeah. created by a television show in the nineties. Oh, yes. <laughs> and uh, Merry Solstice to you too, sir. Yes, uh, Happy Saturnalia. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, so yeah, what, real quick, I yeah, think that's everything. <laughs> reach us on Twitter at Blockbusters, uh, Facebook.com slash Blockbusters. Probably the best two ways to get a hold of us. Uh, yes, we do have an email in yeah. case you want to send us some paragraphs of stuff uh, at uh, BlockbusterPodcast at gmail.com. And yeah. uh, as always, do check out our website. It's a little bit of a labor of love, even though we are kind of lazy with it. Uh, BlockbustersWebs.com. Good uh, enough. Alright, yeah. so, uh, what is this special I was talking about, Paul? <laughs> well, if, it if it's the one I think you're talking about, I believe it's called A Very Merry Christmas. Mm, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was the correct answer, I've <laughs> never seen it. <laughs> Although I would actually like to say then, very quickly, with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, mm-hmm. that is an awful story. <laughs> I mean, It is not a good thing you probably want kids watching. No, it, it is this little reindeer that is picked on relentlessly by all of these mm-hmm. other reindeer for being different, the only <laughs> one of his kind, and yeah. then simply because it's a little foggy, which if you actually watch the special, which I've only seen bits and pieces of, it's not foggy at all, then they realise, <laughs> oh, we can stick him in front. Hey, why don't you do that? And, and then he, all of a sudden, he's the most popular reindeer mm-hmm. that ever existed. How what about, fickle are these reindeer? And what about those kids out there that don't have a red nose? <laughs> you know, like, oh, how about you're just weird and awkward? Uh, but you no, then you shouldn't be accepted. No, yeah, yeah uh, if you don't have a use to you, yeah. I mean, maybe not growing. Maybe we, not we growing all up. have to find our. I mean, okay. Uh, uh, Rudolph. Okay, Okay. so. Uh, Yeah, what were we talking about? Yes, A Very Merry Christmas. The Bill Murray Netflix. Oh, there you go. The Bill Murray Netflix original (laughs) special that, I'll be honest, wasn't quite what I was anticipating. I didn't know what it was going into. More concerty than, you know, than I thought it would be. Which. Which was fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I, re- I realized about 15 minutes in what it was going to be just because of how many songs they managed to put in it. But uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. 
both unique and also a send off of all these other things at the same time. Because I, I believe I don't know. I've had this conversation. I've been trying to get a lot of people to watch this just because <laughs> I think it's something fun to watch around this time of year. Uh, but I was saying, you know, having seen like specials, they kind of try to throw together at Christmas time on your regular uh, network television <laughs> or whatever that just have always fallen flat for myself. Yeah, it'll just be like. I don't even know if this is a fair jab at this guy, but it just seems like something that like Donny Osmond would be on like a piano singing right. jingle bells or something, you know? Yeah, the, like, the thing where they get about five random celebrities to come on and do a little bit of singing and dancing. Mm-hmm, singing and dancing, or maybe a little game or something. Uh, that, or, yeah, or Santa comes out and does something. And it's like, okay, that's cute, and it's for... Eight-year-olds and yeah, they'll, <laughs> parents will suffer through it. But there's really never been anything for myself in those. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm happy to say that has changed somewhat. Um, even even from the opening shot of well, the establishing shot of the Carlisle, and then uh, and then the interior of him looking out the window, and all you see are just antlers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wearing his antlers, which, looking out. Which I believe was the teaser trailer for uh, it, right? Yeah. It, which I, which so. I thought was really great that the teaser trailer for mm-hmm. it was almost literally the opening shot. Like it's a, the very the second shot in the thing. Which, yeah. yeah, and uh, I'm sure you also enjoyed the the somewhat meta aspect of it, the special about a special. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, no I, coming to. Yeah. I I really liked that humor to it, <laughs> <laughs> and that was a really good way to enter into it to find a way into the special yeah because <laughs> it's a little rough to just start off okay Bill Murray because then he would have maybe fallen along those other specials that I'd said it still would have been better because it had Bill Murray but yes. <laughs> just to start off ahead as a special because um, were you fooled at all when they started tonight uh, c- celebrities <laughs> you know did you think that was the actual special you were watching for a brief second or not? No. no? Okay. All right. I was wondering. No. Especially given yeah. when they were doing all of the scenes of the celebrity, it was like, well, that's from the Oscars. That's from the Oscars. <laughs> Literally, you're in Africa. It's a hut. Does anyone see a hut? Yeah. All right, which, which was perfect as well. Like, they start showing the clips, and I was like, well, that's obviously from the Oscars or another war ceremony. Mm-hmm. And then Bill Murray comes in five seconds later saying, well, that's from Golden Globes. <laughs> <laughs> so these aren't going to match at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did like um, the original, uh, his first guest. Uh, Chris Rock, did you? Well, well yes and no, because obviously yeah. it was uh, Michael Sarah. Well, uh, Michael Sarah would be, yeah, they didn't do a song together, but. Yeah, that, yeah. that yeah, I did like how it, the whole idea was he was Chris Rock and he mm-hmm. is Bill Murray. But then everyone else isn't. <laughs> well, he would be the only one not playing himself, right? The big celebrity. Well, I guess Amy Poehler's more of it. She was still Amy, I believe. But yeah, I, I think there are just a producer, and then Beverly producer. Yeah, I think there are only four people in this that play themselves in quotation mark, and everyone else is a character. You've got Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock is Chris Rock, and the other two that are a little later that we'll get to. <laughs> okay, so you wouldn't call Paul Schaefer being Paul Schaefer? Well, okay, that's all right, Paul Schaefer. I'll, I'll, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give him that. And, yeah, yeah, I, I'm not familiar enough with the the Dimitri guy. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I guess I was um, I was thinking along the lines of uh, yeah, so. A A slash B okay slash. okay but yeah uh, yeah Michael Sarah is the first one we meet who's really in character and, yeah uh, <laughs> yeah I mean it, was it Amy Poehler and who's the other one I, I'm not familiar with her but I know she does actually does do producing does I believe on kind of award shows right yeah like that. That. they they are playing mm, his writer. agents as a, uh, yeah. like, agent producers on this special that and uh, you know Bill Murray the whole <laughs> The whole idea behind this is Bill Murray has been roped into this special <laughs> that he really doesn't mm-hmm. want to do because he knows no one's going to be. There. Well, and then on top of that, now the biggest one of the biggest blizzards New York has ever seen is yeah. hit and <laughs> shutting down all public transportation. Yeah, and... so so even if there was a slim hope of someone turning <laughs> up, there isn't anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I just loved that, <laughs> that whole uh, kind of idea to it. Um, <laughs> 
But yeah, roping Chris Rock into it. Yeah, then... yeah, Chris Rock randomly t- turns up. I, mm-hmm. I don't even remember what his reasoning was for turning up there. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah, he had walked on the subway rails yeah. <laughs> to get there. Yeah, I'm and, not sure why he was out. And me- meets Bumoy in the revolving door. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's, it's uh, one of those... One of those things that they love to do in comedy, and I wish I could remember the name of it because there is a specific name for this. Where someone says, "There is no way you're ever going to get me mm-hmm. to do this thing," mm-hmm. and then it's immediate cut to, cut to them doing that thing. <laughs> there is no, I think the only f bomb, and there is no fucking way yeah. I'm doing a Christmas. Special. <laughs> no, no. And then, and it's not an immediate cut because it is Bill Murray going. Okay, all right, get in there. I think I hear what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, just real quick back to Sarah. I did like the little Monuments Men bit, too. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> George Clooney was their argument that... Uh, or, sorry, spoiler. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's out now. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead and see this. I mean, if you go to Netflix, he's like the second or the or third name in, yeah. the, in the cast list. But, yeah, he's up there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you know, you know, Monuments Man, to rest my case. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Monuments Man. <laughs> Wait, were we, seven on the call sheet? Yeah. All right, but yeah, we got to pick up the pace on this. Uh, but uh, overall, I was really impressed with the musical selections. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of uh, Christmas music. I, I mean, I will happily go on the record as not being a huge fan of Christmas music. Ooh, no, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your Jingle Bells, your, you know... I, Santa I, Claus is coming to town. All oh, those peppy, ugh, I don't like them. And I think the uh, biggest problem that, like, maybe it wouldn't be too bad if for, like, two or three weeks out of the year it was very yeah. prevalent. But it seemed to start mid-November, if not early November. Oh, no, yeah. From having worked in a grocery store, yeah, it started, like, early November when I had worked in a grocery store. Yeah, and that's so it, just numbs you to it all. Yeah, I, I do but, think that people that work in retail are probably mm. most likely to hate Christmas music. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well said. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, there was a lot of what I was kind of calling B-sides to Christmas music. Some yeah. that you kind of, now I'm hearing more than ever because I've seen the special. It's kind of <laughs> that thing you learn a new word and then it pops up everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of the yeah the Christmas songs are ones that I've always kind of been in the background. Um, there are a few of the classics uh, you know, Silent Night and what have you, but or maybe it's cold outside. But they they always did something different yeah. with it. Uh, yeah, was, really. <laughs> the one that really uh, I was just stunned by was Maya Rudolph, who's just a comic genius, just <laughs> nailing "Baby Please Come Home." Yeah, it's song called "Christmas." Is Prince's "Baby Please Come Home." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I was watching that and I was looking at the screen. I was like. I genuinely don't know if that's her or if they got a professional singer and she's miming no, it. That's it her, was, yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> like you, from the second it starts, you're like, okay, she's like having fun with this. And <laughs> like just the kind of way she like greets Paul, like, oh, you kind of get a feeling like they've played together before or yeah. something. Like, she's like, hey, Paul. And, uh, but yes, uh, her, her mother, for people who don't know, is extremely talented. Um, did you I know did not, this? Okay. No. I'm, I'm not. I knew the name at one point, but I'm not going to look up the name. It's not Rudolph. Um, <laughs> that'd be a little easy. But her mom uh, was a very well-known singer and died young. And uh, most famously on, uh, I think it's called Loving You. And it's like the song that goes to like four or five octaves. Love yeah. You is easy because you're beautiful. And then that really high. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was her mom. So, yeah. A little more talent there. All as far right. as the funny boom as well, but uh, <laughs> like by and large, your impressions because I think we got to get moving on. Uh, yeah, it, it it really actually surprised me, just showing me how good a singer so many people were. Like Miley Cyrus is in it; she is yeah. a phenomenal singer. Is she not? Thank you. <laughs> I am somewhat on Team Miley now. <laughs> like, Maybe not for her. Well, no, out, I, I may not enjoy choices. her music. Yeah. But she's a fantastic singer. She is. I, that's what I was telling. I, I showed this to my to my mother when I went home, and uh, I was like, "Miley can sing," and my mom's like, "I know." I'm like, "I didn't." <laughs> like her pop music, whatever you know, writers give to her hasn't certainly showcased that to this point. Because oh, yeah. she sounded, I think, flat in a lot of this stuff. But her Silent Night was like 
almost got me to weep. That <laughs> was so well done. Yeah, I mean, she like she's not mm. someone you would have thought to get on this, but it shows she's mm. got range. Like she does, yeah. And uh, in the same section as well, George Clooney is funny. He is always yes. I hate that man because he has great looks and lots of money and charisma, and yeah. he's funny, talented actor. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I mean, uh, they do a song like I had never heard the song before. I assume it is an Elvis song. The, I, I don't know. The Santa Claus wants some loving or whatever. I was is. assuming it was an original I, for the. Maybe, maybe it was. I don't, I don't know. know. But I I, the, I was talking to Jamie as we were watching this. And I, I just said, I get the feeling he turned up on set that day and said, "I'm going to hide behind this tree." <laughs> I will do it if I get out. to do this. <laughs> not even, not even full body. Just, just lean. leans out like a video game when you're peeking around the corner in Call of Duty or what have you. You're just popping your head around the corner. And, and only to every single. Love him. Love him. <laughs> yeah. And then pop right back behind the tree. And, like, and then hold the mic. And even in the wide shots, you see him just like shuffling around as the camera moves <laughs> just to stay behind the tree. It was just, it was, and at this point, it's uh, not necessarily actually happening in mm-hmm. inverted comment, but like it's. It was just a wonderful additional thing. It was, yeah, the, it was a great way to send it off. But yeah, <laughs> I was just surprised by all of the. Uh, just performances I wasn't expecting, like the Brandy Girl with Baby It's Cold Outside. I liked yeah. how they had fun with that. It wasn't word for word the song, but no, yeah. you know, just changed up his parts. Uh, the uh, the band Phoenix popping in there with yeah. Jason Schwartzman on the drums. Um, yeah, the the band yeah. Phoenix just being the chefs because why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, why not? yeah, I mean it was a cool Christmas song, and yeah. Uh, just, uh, I would say if you've watched it more than once or twice, I, uh, as I've watched it a, maybe two and a half times, like the third time I was just picking songs through, right. but watch Scooter in the background of the Phoenix song. He is just going crazy with that shaker or mixer <laughs> or whatever. It's it's absolutely hilarious him in the background. Um, but yes, I think um, our point is, if you haven't seen this special, I would certainly give it a try. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not a Christmas... A Christmas special fan in mm. general. Some, sometimes they're really good and sometimes they're awful. Uh, yeah. And most of the time they're fairly bland. But yeah, mm-hmm. this, this one was so well done. <laughs> and so clearly Bill Murray is saying, Yeah, I just want to do this. <laughs> and he managed to do it. And yeah, yeah it was uh, it was just a wonderful hour long. And it was only an hour. That was the thing. Yeah, well. it's actually, I think, yeah, it came in just under an hour. It's like 58 or something. But uh, yeah. yeah, there's just about. 10 to 15 minutes of setup, and then it's song, shtick, song, shtick, yeah. song, and it just keeps up that pace. And yeah, if you're a fan of good music, it's not going to annoy you with the really generic renditions of Jingle yeah. Bells. Uh, no, yeah. They it, play at that, but yeah, it, it's well worth, yeah, pop it on <laughs> during the day while you're making some food around Christmas time or something. It's, yeah. Yeah. Definitely it, well worth it. Yeah. Do. Do give it a watch, yeah, and you know if you're already a Netflix subscriber, it's free. You know, it's a, yes, <laughs> or eight ninety nine divided by how many movies you watch a month. Yes, <laughs> that's always how I have to think of it. Yeah, uh, okay. all right. And I'm like, I gotta at least watch you know twenty instead of fifty cents each. Yeah, that's just, all right. That's just yes, cheap ass Brian. All right, <laughs> thanks for the insight. Um, so now, yeah, I think we just kind of wanted to get into. Um, a lot more Christmas-esque movies, and some maybe not so much. Yes, I mean, if you listen yeah. to our very first Christmas special, we did go over a few in there and our thoughts on that. I think we're going to cover more this time, but it is going to be more rapid fire. Yes, just, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was able to locate a couple of uh, compilations through, eh, some might say reputable, this is kind of a rag now, uh, <laughs> look at, um, and some other... Uh, well-known sites but the uh, first one I'm going to just fly through uh, is the top 20 Christmas movies by AMC and this is this is not their list they've compiled from what I can gather it looks like they had a list and this is what people have voted their top 20 
Okay. And you can still vote up or vote down yeah. if you'd like. But the number one. Well, well, what? well yeah. I, I was going to say, why don't we get oh, number one? But number one is fine. Yeah, okay. sorry. Well, yeah. then I can start all the way back at 20. <laughs> yes. So, spoiler. Uh, uh, 20. Bad Santa. Yeah. Okay. Um, seen it? Nope. No. And I don't want That's, to either. I had this right. discussion with someone yesterday. Like, I. I'm not the biggest. Bill Murray and the kid, in that kid together are pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> just you know, it, it's kind of touchy, but yeah. Right. Bill Murray or Bill Murray, really Bob Bob. Yeah, did I call him Bill Murray? Yeah. You did. I did. Yeah, I was going to say I'm fairly certain he's not in it. Yeah. Was he in that? No, that would have been interesting. <laughs> uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas, 19. Yeah, I, I actually had to talk mm-hmm. to someone about that. I was saying like it, it's both out. Halloween yeah. and Christmas, but they were saying it was only Halloween. It's like. No. <laughs> <laughs> Even though there's a song called This Is Halloween. This is yeah, Halloween. It, well, that, that is the opening song that occurs during Halloween. But yes. then, if you'll recall, yes, I do Christmas recall. occurs at the end. Yes. It's, yes. <laughs> I would consider it more a Christmas movie, even though the it looks like more of a Halloween movie. Yeah, just and also design. Not not to go into semantics, but I'm going to go into semantics. Surely <laughs> it's a nightmare on Christmas rather than before. Nightmare on Christmas. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the whole point is like they they take over Christmas, so it's <laughs> like, yeah. But whatever. <laughs> I right. like the, their little log line: Tim Burton and Henry Silicke. There's. I don't even know. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. And Channing Tail has all the familiar er, bones of a holiday classic. Love, Redemption, and Santa. Yeah. Well put. Uh, Christmas in Connecticut. Haven't seen it. Never heard of it. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, wait. I, that is actually one of my favorite Christmas Muppet? films. All right, I will vote that up for you, sir. All right. All right. 16. Scrooge. Oh, yeah. Too low. <laughs> uh, <laughs> holiday Inn, which is a good classic movie. That's Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire. Okay, so the, yeah, not seen it, but I've heard of it. Yeah, I, I bought like a limited edition whatever DVD for my mom about a year ago. <laughs> She's probably never seen it. All right. <laughs> 14. Oh, this would be too high on my list. Dr. <laughs> Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That would be the Jim Carrey. Uh, no, actually, that would be the cartoon. No. What? No, it's How the Grinch Stole Christmas is the cartoon. Well, yeah, it's, Dr. Dr. it's Dr. Seuss's, Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's the cartoon. Well, perhaps AMC has it wrong. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. L- live editorial here for you folks. <laughs> I'm fairly mm-hmm. certain that the cartoon is called Dr. Seuss's House Against Soul Christmas. And the only reason I know that is where I work, mm-hmm. they recently put it on. Mm-hmm. How the Grinch Stole Christmas is coming up. Hmm. Well, see, I always thought this was called just The Grinch, and then I thought AMC had I, trusted AMC. I, I thought it was The Grinch, and then in brackets, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Is how I always movie poster work here, The Grinch. Yeah, exactly. That, and yeah. that's how it was when mm-hmm. it was in the cinema. But on IMDb, it says How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and then on the cartoon, and that, Dr. Seuss is on the artwork. Exactly. Dr. Seuss is <laughs> How the Grinch Stole Christmas, but also just listed How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Right. 1966. This is the point when Brian normally goes cross-eyed, but since he's the one looking it up, I think he's okay. <laughs> I'm okay. But so anyway, we'll call number 14 the Jim Carrey version. Okay. <laughs> Not a fan. Uh, Fair enough. Okay. My, my wife's favorite Christmas film there, but there we go. <laughs> Are you a fan? Uh, I don't hate it, but I don't think it's anything special. Okay. Uh, a Christmas Carol. That would be the George C. Scott version, uh, number 13. Uh, that's not the version that I was really I think it was the Mickey Mouse that I'd first seen <laughs> with the Mickey Tiny Tim or whatever I, I think the only one I've ever seen all the way through is the Muppet one yeah, okay. uh, so far okay well White Christmas yeah. uh, that's the follow up to Holiday Inn yeah. okay uh, the Santa Claus that'd be Tim Allen I enjoyed that one that one and no subsequent uh, it, 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 it was a steady decline after that pretty much yeah uh, Frosty the Snowman no. And that's one of the holiday specials. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll let that weigh in for me as well. Uh, a Christmas Story. You'll shoot your eye out, Paul, which you don't even have any Again, I still have not seen it, but... Yes. Well, I, I know what it well, means. Well, I guess, yeah, it's, it's, it's in the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all lexicon now. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Which one? Classic. Um, I would assume the first... The original. Not the TV one or whatever. Not the Matilda yeah. one. Yeah. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. We've already gone into that. Yes. <laughs> uh, number six, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Awfully high, I think, for Charlie I Brown. I don't believe I've seen mm-hmm. that one. Uh, you know, they, it, I mean, I, they I've show seen, it on I've seen ABC pieces of it. Or yeah. whatever. 
Number five, uh, Christmas Vacation, National Lamp style. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Paul just didn't get onto that one early enough. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it was. I, I enjoyed bits and pieces. And I had this one. talk, yeah, with someone that uh, it's it's lost a little of the uh, the punch for me, but it's still a perennial uh, yeah. watch. Or, yeah. uh, it's a Wonderful Life. I believe we went into this on the mm, first special. It is that not is such not a wonderful movie. It is not a Christmas <laughs> film either. Oh, it has uh, nothing to do with Christmas aside from the fact that it happens to take place cold out. near it. <laughs> they wear jackets. Yes. Okay. Uh, Home Alone. Yeah, I'm on board with that one. Okay. And number two, the cartoon version, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Which, Horace Karloff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would probably put that as one, and then one we've already revealed yeah. as Elf. Um, Which, so obviously this is some young younger voters, I think. I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> Seems uh, like and, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, um, speaking of Home Alone, actually, I don't know if you've seen, and you probably have, um, Macaulay Culkin in uh, collaboration with someone else whose name I don't remember, they've made a series of little shorts and they're releasing them. Uh, they've only released mm-hmm. the first one so far. It's Kevin McAllister grown up. And I he's saw still a traumatized. An article of this, but I did not look into it. Yeah, I, it's yeah. it's interesting. It's actually quite fun. Uh, it's it starts off with uh, him as uh, it's it's Uber, but they don't say Uber. It's another name, mm-hmm. and and he turns up at this thing, and the guy's like, "You're my driver." It's like, "Yeah, like you know, actually, my wife's job, but she doesn't want to do it." Mm-hmm. Oh, and I don't really know how to drive, but I've got to do it. And so the guy ends up driving, and he starts telling him the story of oh, how his mum abandoned him as a yeah. kid. Uh, yeah, it's an uh, interesting looking dude these days. Yeah, yeah but uh, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I guess yeah, I can't judge yeah, being a you know child star and all that. Okay. <laughs> Paul, I'll leave it up to you what list I go with next. Uh, Would you like People Magazine's best non-holiday movies, or would you like the best Christmas movies of all time, Rotten Tomatoes? Well, how about we do best non-movies, and then we'll see how much we disagree with Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Okay, so how about I start all the way at the end here. Okay, we'll start at number 10. All right. Uh... I, they don't specify which ones. Uh, number ten, Harry Potter. Would you consider that something you would like to watch around Christmas time? Um, I'm skipping the first question. Have you seen it? Uh, yeah, it is required by law for your yes, citizenship. I, <laughs> yes, I both read the book and did the film, and and visited the studio that they made it. Um, yes. That that one's not required by law, but it's fine. <laughs> but it's recommended. Yes, um, it's like visiting Mecca. <laughs> if you're a good. If you're, if you're, you're a good Englishman, English. you will go. Yes. Um, you know, I could get on board with it. Okay. I mean, technically, it happens due, like throughout an entire school year, so Christmas does occur, yeah. and there are some stuff in it. Um, I mean... But it's not I, certainly one I would think of to go to. It's not recommended. It's not, like, uh, it's not required viewing, but... No. Okay. If, you, if you want to start, I would say it might be a, a nice way of, uh, let's say you have kids and they reach four years old or five years old, like start the tradition every year, start with the first film and then move your way up. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, number nine, I would consider a Christmas movie just because I consider it an any day of the week movie and that is Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm okay. fine with that being a Christmas film because yeah. that can be a July 4th film. That can be... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that uh-huh. that can be a Boxing Day film, be a Groundhog Day film. Oh, like, no doing a double bill with Groundhog Day. Oh, that'd be a good one. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. That that is one of those films I that has no nothing to do with Christmas. Exactly, there is zero Christmas. I mean, I guess uh, I, I think I mean, uh, it's we're a kind family. Of going from the warm-hearted nature of the film. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's a it's definitely mm-hmm. a family film. Mm-hmm. So you could emphasize the family nature of it, but I. Just can't see it as Christmas viewing. Yeah. I've heard this one before and I don't get it. Titanic. I've heard other people say they watch this around Christmas time. Um, Well, it's freezing. (laughs) A lot Uh, of people die of hypothermia. Yeah. Every winter. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There's. Yeah. I, 
I mean, I, I hate the film, so I would... Uh... <laughs> Who doesn't want to watch a horrible <laughs> tragedy from 103 years ago? Oh, okay. uh, You know? Oh, speaking of, have you uh, heard that they are going to be launching Titanic 2 either next year or the year after? Mm, I didn't know when There's they, going yeah, to was. be enough lifeboats this time. Okay, good, good <laughs> idea. Uh, Alright, moving quickly. Star right. Wars... I don't uh, get it for, yeah, the original, you know, New Hope. I mean, um, if it was Star Wars the Christmas mm. special, maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, once again, not, uh, okay, um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, is that number five? Sure, why not? Sure, yeah, like <laughs> Ghostbusters logic, good time, any anytime's a good time to watch that yeah. film. Although, technically, Life of Brian would have made more sense. True, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But, sure, Holy Grail's great as well, so. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Oh, they have some good uh, little synopses here, but I'll skip them. Uh, <laughs> go to people.com if you want to see them. Uh, Air Bud, moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Moving on. Number three, Parent Trap. Uh, the Which Lindsay one? Lohan, Lindsay Lohan is their screen cap they have. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Uh-huh. Is there Christmas in that one? I don't... I don't know. The movie has crazy camp stories and an even crazier plot to reunite two parents. Not to mention double little Lindsay Lohan. Exclamation point. <laughs> really, what isn't there to love? Um, uh, uh, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, exclamation that's, point. That's, that's synopsis. <laughs> uh, number two. Anything Disney. Which I can kind of get behind. Yeah, I mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah, most most times. And then yeah. Pixar, Disney, yeah. yeah. Uh, number one, I, I couldn't agree more. The Princess Bride. Oh, there you go. <laughs> See, yeah, it wasn't not a Christmas film at all. No, but that that is a film I really need to rewatch. It has been too long. That is one of those that I think just does such a great job of. Their demographic is everyone. Yes. Like an eighty-year-old can enjoy that, an eight-year-old can enjoy that, a twenty-five-year-old <laughs> cynical hipster. Should be able to enjoy the <laughs> Princess yeah. Bride. I wonder why you went they'll with find a way not to. But yeah. <laughs> I wonder why you went with an eighty-year-old and an eight-year-old enjoying that. I wonder what from that film could be the eighty-year-old. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that that mm. film. That's some solid writing, right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a film that brings together Democrats and Republicans and has some of the most quoted lines ever. Yeah. Plus, the holidays are the best times to remind everyone that love conquers all. Oh, it's not sweet. <laughs> All right, yes. So, I would agree with some of those. <laughs> yes. Well, and uh, uh, I may have mentioned the previous better, but I'm going to say it again here as well, and we were talking beforehand. Mm-hmm. In England, uh, this is to the best of my recollection, it yes. might have changed at this uh, point since I have not been living in England for mm-hmm. the past few years, but the two films that, when I was growing up, were always on at Christmas... Number one, The Great Escape. Yes. Now, I do Obviously. think I do think there is a point in The Great Escape where they do have some sort of really sad, depressing Christmas, right? I guess I don't know, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just always on, uh, and uh, that there's a couple of things that I always jump to when it comes to that. Uh, there's there was an old TV show called um, uh, uh, it was like a bit of Punt and Dennis, and they talk about how and oh, at Christmas what's always on the Great Escape. It's like oh they need a chance to show that again. Hardly ever on. <laughs> Do they escape? <laughs> um, and then Eddie Izzard points out that you know that it's an American film because what happens is uh, Steve McQueen gets on a motorbike. And goes through several countries just to get to the border. There's one thing gets captured at the border and then gets taken back to the camp and put into solitary confinement. Whereas all of the British soldiers get round up and shot. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah. Uh, okay. Slight spoiler for Christmas <laughs> Escape. But yes. like, yeah. but, but, hopefully, you've uh, yeah, had enough time to see that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah, the. The prisoner that has caused them the most trouble, the one that escapes the most often, keeps getting put back into solitary confinement. As if they're going, uh, we really shouldn't, but oh, get back in there, you know. <laughs> and, like, oh, and then all of these other people have just been sitting around, not causing any trouble, and then they happen to be part of the escape thing, and they're all put on this one field and mowed down. Like, 
okay. <laughs> yeah, <Yay, laughs> Santa. And there was much rejoicing. <laughs> no, I have uh, 100% confidence now that the next film you're going to say is definitely a Christmas movie. Oh, yes, very much yes, so. And there, that is. There's, uh, there's Santa hats everywhere. Uh, <laughs> it is uh, the, the ever wonderful Jurassic Park. Yes. <laughs> the Jingle Bells are on their necks and Santa. <laughs> Santa hat kind of just cocked off yeah. to the side on T-Rex. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's actually how you know the T-Rex is coming. You can hear the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it, I don't know. Your eggnog starts shaking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think what must have happened was it was such a hit that the TV were like, Let's just, let's put it on. Like we'll, we'll get viewers. They'll watch Jurassic Park. Yes. Let them take out their violence they're feeling in their heads towards their family by watching the violence yes. on the screen. Yeah. Let them escape. Yeah, it it has always baffled me that that these films are the ones that they decided would be I mean, obviously they had it's a Wonderful Life and mm. like other Christmas films on and the Santa Claus once that was out and all that, but yeah, then these as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I mean, once again, any time of the year is a good time for Goldblum, but uh, <laughs> I don't know that. Yeah, well, that's what uh, I'm reaching for. Yeah, on December twenty fourth or twenty fifth. Well, slight tangent. Then speaking of Goldblum, um, have you seen the uh, the new Independence Day trailer? I did in front of a uh, little film called Star Wars: okay. <laughs> Force Awakens. Yes. Fair enough. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, what are your current feelings? Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, I want to judgment. Was but... that your current feelings on the Independence Day? <laughs> no, I mean, there's a little more nostalgia for Independence Day because that right. was kind of I was a little more around the right age for that to yeah. be a little more forgiving. But now I. I'm not as forgiving, <laughs> but I, he's I, in there. Yeah, I do. I do think mm-hmm. what they're hoping is that mm-hmm. the people that were that watched Independence Day when it came mm-hmm. out have grown up and will take their kids to see mm-hmm. this Independence Day or something like uh, that. So. I was able to okay, <laughs> slightly further down this tangent. There we go. Uh, I went to a 12:30 a.m. showing of The Force Awakens, and so there's a lot of energy here in the theater, <laughs> and uh, people are a little more forgetting. Like there was some talking and stuff during previews, but uh, everyone right. was kind of cool. We were, we were there to see Star Wars. Yeah, you know, the, like, yeah. Everyone <laughs> shut up when the titles. Came yeah, out. yeah. When the yeah when the you know stars you just see stars. Yeah, shut the hell yeah. up. Uh, <laughs> So there was a little more chatter during the previews, but I forget which one it was during, but uh, my buddy and I were talking, and I said, I don't know how it led to this, but I said, oh, you know, they're making another Independence Day. And, and like, that's, this was common knowledge. Yeah. What? They had no idea. No idea at all. And I was like, yeah. He's like, no, you're kidding. No, you're kidding. And the trailer ended, and the next trailer started, and I go... <laughs> I pointed up the screen <laughs> as the trailer for Independence Day started. But, I said, "See, <laughs> it's like, thank you, movie trailer, for validating my point." Yeah, you, you had some of the best timing you could possibly be in there. Yeah, and he's like, "No, this isn't real." I'm like, yeah, he's like, "Oh, he was just beside himself." Horrible idea because he lo- loves the first one, but not. Yeah, he's like, oh, "I can't do that." But, uh, I, I don't know. I'll, I, I'll see. I, I'm expecting it to be kind of good, bad. Yeah, and yeah. I was I was also thinking you do see a um, a a soldier at some point. It like he's only in it for like a second in the trailer, mm-hmm. but he appears to be possibly a main character. It's um, it's a black guy, and I was I had this quick thought of what if it's Will Smith's kid grown up. Like, what if that's how they kind of work mm-hmm. them back in? Because we know Will Smith is not going. At, yeah, at the very least. <laughs> He has not been publicized in any way that he's in it. Couldn't they have just made Creed in this the same movie? Creed, Apollo's kid, is like... Well, that, I, I, saw, I saw something um, actually getting with Star Wars as well. Rocky beat Star Wars for 
Best Picture back when that oh. came out, and now we have a Creed and Star Wars. I don't think that will be happening this <laughs> <No>. year. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's some retribution coming. Uh, not by any means did, or would the Academy ever give a Best Picture to a sci-fi movie, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but there we go. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> All right. back on track. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's do this, uh, yeah... <laughs> This is well, this through the Polar Express back on track. How about that? All right. Uh, That's a movie. <laughs> Grown. It, it is a movie, yes. <laughs> Grown. All right. So <laughs> this list is kind of all over the place, too. This is Rotten uh, Tomatoes. And what, uh, uh, what's the title of the list again? 25 Best Christmas Movies. Best Christmas movie. Not most accurate. Not no, most loved. Just uh, Not best. most watched. Best. And I'll also uh, provide the score real quick. But right. number 25, starting off very mysteriously with Batman Returns, the, the Keaton sequel from 1992, with an 80%. Okay. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Well, I saw... Why is that in there? I mean... Synopsis. Batman Returns. <laughs> I think that's why it's in there. They just wanted that in the list. There's more, but that's how it starts. Uh, yeah. I, I, you, you don't say. Yes. The I, Dark Knight. It's a dark night. <laughs> and the night, then a lot the of night, other stuff happens. Yeah, the night wears some dark colors. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I mean, I... Batman yeah. Begins. Batman Begins. <laughs> The beginning of Batman. Uh, Batman. There you go. <laughs> but yes, I'm not really sure why that I, would be considered a Christmas movie. Is, um, it's it's wintry. Like, there's the there's a penguin in there. <laughs> yeah, I I do think it is set around Christmas time. I think mm-hmm. it is mentioned. Yeah, but mm-hmm. uh, it's yeah, that's so an interesting choice. Yeah, uh-huh. I, almost I, casting of Danny DeVito as the penguin. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and Christopher Walken as well. Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> Make the sequel better than the first. Hmm, I'm not, yeah, I don't know. All right, uh, the Bishop's Wife. Totally unfamiliar with. 1948. Um, uh, 82. percent Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Cary Grant. Uh, Loretta Young. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number 23. Lethal Weapon. In eighty four percent, this is kind of your Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, okay. all right. Um, it's been mm-hmm. been too long. I don't. I think there's some Christmas in there too. Yeah, yeah. There, it's definitely around Christmas. That's right. Because okay. yeah, it is around that time. All right. Uh, so. Okay. So, so this is so this list. De- the only criteria is that Christmas is somehow in it. Somehow related to it. Somehow. Apparently. Uh, All right. right. <laughs> Big uh, discrepancy from people, or uh, no, AMCs, I guess, rather. Elf at number 22 with 84%. Um, right, well, I, I, in that case, I think what, what must be going on here then is that it's, they took all of the films that had Christmas in some way in it and are, rank, and are now mm. putting them based on their scores right because the scores well, they, are getting higher they're getting higher but not always oh okay yes i was trust seeing that trend as well but we go from an 84 to an 87 to an 86 to an 85 oh back down to an 84 in that case i have no idea what's going on this may be in no particular order this could just be top 25 okay okay a midnight clear never seen it 1992 87 <laughs> ethan hawk gary sinise peter berg and kevin dillon looks like a war film Beautifully filmed, wonderfully acted. Uh, set in the Adrian's Forest in December of 1944. Uh, American G.I.s. Okay, so it's probably your great escape Christmas movie. Uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> Bunch of war guys celebrating Christmas or something. Uh, Trading Places, number 20, 86%. Too low, that's like a 95%. Come on. Uh, Never seen it. But... Come on, great film. <laughs> you have not seen Trading Places with Dan Aykroyd? I, have, I have not. You, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's it, that is one of the ones that I wanted to see growing up, but mm. never had the chance. And now that I might have the chance, I don't have the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, this one has will be one of my favorites: Gremlins, num- number nineteen, eighty-five uh, yeah. percent, which I think is a Christmas film. 
Yeah, I would argue that's mm. a Christmas film. I mean, isn't the entire point of getting the kid, the Mogwai, in the first place that it is a Christmas present? Which, yeah, I mean, we could go into Gremlins at a later time, <laughs> at another time, but that is an odd movie to rewatch because he is a grown man getting, like, toy robots, like a little toy robot for, you know, a present. His, living, presumably, with his parents. He's friends with, like, a 12-year-old, uh, what is it, Feldman or Haim? Corey Feldman, I think. Yeah. Yeah, huh? yeah. Um, like, yeah. Normally Feldman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> normally, yes, normally Feldman. But it's very weird because he's kind of trapped in adolescence. Uh, yeah, and and as you see the sequel, he hasn't really grown up much. Either. No, <laughs> but the of course the best Christmas related part of this is the Phoebe Cates' character saying why she doesn't like Christmas. Can you recall why that is, Paul? Um, because her well, dad dressed up as Santa and got stuck in the chimney and died. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. I could not get through that without laughing. But come on, it's so stupid. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it was written just And that's that. why she doesn't like Christmas. Yeah. As you m- might. Yeah. That's <laughs> understandable. But, yeah. One of my favorite Christmas movies. Okay. Uh, number 18, A Christmas Carol. That would be uh, Alistair Sim, 1951. I haven't seen Kathleen it. Harrison, yeah, Christmas Carol, 84. I mean, I'm, I'm okay. sure yep. it's well placed. Sure. Uh, moving along, uh, Un Conte de Noël, A Christmas Tale. Oh, that one. Yes, <laughs> 86%. Uh, yeah. All right. This I might have to check out because it just looks kind of awesomely bad. Uh, Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. It's got an 88%. Oh, that thing! It's from 2010. <laughs> oh, I've heard of this. It's supposed uh, to be really. It's the awful. Eve of Christmas. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. What have you it? done, sir? <laughs> oh no! I was Things are to, happening. I was trying to find the uh, the link to the to the rest of the synopsis, but it took me somewhere else. <laughs> it's the Eve of Christmas in northern Finland, and an archaeological dig has just unearthed the real Santa Claus. That's the first line. Yeah, I I've seen it. I think it's supposed to be kind of like a a B horror schlock film. Yeah, and but it, it's a Finnish film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cut kind of along the lines of uh, like Dead Snow sort of thing, oh, where okay, it's yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> wow, this is getting very odd. Okay, let's keep going here. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think I just saw that. Films in here. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. That is a fantastic uh, and Number does, 15 at 85%. It, it does take Christmas? place at Christmas. I guess. But yeah, it is such a wonderful send-up of yeah. noir. Oh, uh, yeah, remember, because uh, Robert Downey Jr., he is robbing a store to get his kid the Christmas present. And uh-huh, that's how he gets the acting call, done. Sir. <laughs> yeah, but that was just such a fun <laughs> take on film noir and... Uh, yeah, just the detective and, work, and, and for me, wonderfully meta as well. Like, yeah, and Val Kilmer's so good in it. Like yeah. I would say, his best performance since Tombstone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're, they're them together. <laughs> and, I mean, really, kind of. I think started the resurgence of Downey. That was two thousand five. Yeah, that was three years before Iron Man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because yeah. uh, that that was that was his comeback after his. Um, Falling off the wagon, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and yeah. yeah, so many great uh, lines that. Uh, what was the one thing? It was like, uh, well, look up the definition. Look up the definition of idiot in the dictionary, and do you know what you'll find? A picture of me? No, the definition of idiot, which you definitely are. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. many great plays on. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Really well done. Uh, number 14. Another one of my all-time favorites. I love showing this film to people that haven't seen it. In Bruges, an eighty-four percent. I have not seen. Fantastic. Who's Make in it? time for that. <laughs> um, do not judge me on this first name because he's very good. Colin Farrell. No, I like he's, Colin Farrell. I normally don't, <laughs> but he's fantastic no. in this. And then Brendan Gleeson and Ralph Fiennes. Brendan Gleeson, a good, who good list. is an amazing character actor and anything, and then yeah. Ralph Fiennes, who's you know, yeah. He's right, fine. He's been in a couple of uh, <laughs> um, Harry Potter films uh, as well. Sorry, that, sorry, Paul. I apologize. It wasn't too bad. Carry on. Okay, carry sorry. On. I feel like you do. I, all right, I apologize. Right. <laughs> but seriously, it's so wonderfully dark and hilarious in Bruges. 
All it's right, I'll, I'll very see if funny. I can look it up. I, very, I very have funny. a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah, there are uh, a couple of hitmen who are, have, to, have to hide out while things cool down. Oh, um, okay. And, and have to hide out in, in Bruges. Bruges. Ah. And, and Colin Farrell isn't excited about it. Brendan Gleeson is. <laughs> Hilarity does ensue. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, The Miracle of Morgan's Creek, number 13, 88%. <laughs> Haven't seen it, 1944. I'm sure it's great. Uh, <laughs> Tokyo Godfathers. From 2003 at number 12. Oddly 91, enough, I've heard of it, but 91, I don't know what 91%. it is. 91%. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Japanese filmmaker Satoshi Kon directs his third anime feature with the holiday film Tokyo Godfathers. Okay, that's why I've heard of it, but okay. I don't... The story takes place in, and then it's going to send me to a link that's not the link anymore. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> more than likely. Yeah, yeah a- anyone that wants to know more about these, just look it up yourself. Cause, yes, uh, it, on IMDb. T- Tokyo, too much trouble for us. Tokyo Godfathers, yes. We're trying to move this along here. <laughs> number 11, A Christmas Story. I would agree, 1983, 89%. I'll, I'll go with you on that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's a quintessential yes. Christmas film. Arthur Christmas. Number t- I sure hope these aren't ranked. <laughs> <laughs> number uh, number 10, 92% on Rotten. Arthur Christmas. It's a oh, 3D no. CG animated thing with yeah, James McAvoy. Hugh one. Laurie, one of your boys there. Bill Nye, another one of your guys. And Jim Broadbent, another one of your guys. And to be fair, James McAvoy is Scottish. So. Uh, well, I started saying that on Hugh Laurie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, to my credit there. <laughs> but yes, a Scott, a Brit, a Brit, and a Brit. Yeah. Even uh, so, I've not heard good things about <laughs> Really? Hardly <laughs> Christmas. 92%, really. Must be uh, all the moms. Uh, really, no, uh, no. Yes, yeah. It, okay. Whatever. I, I think it's only people that like the film have been looking it up. Okay. That must be it. Apparently, yeah. No one's getting on there to really gripe about Arthur Yeah, Christmas. it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> all right, number nine, which is our, uh, I guess, America's version of Jurassic Park and Great Escape Die Hard, which is the one that I've always heard of. Yeah, I mean, that, Around uh, Christmas, and 92%. I, I think that's got... It's got the same issue I have mm-hmm. with It's a Wonderful Life in that it's set around Christmas, but, but not about ha- Christmas. it has nothing to do with the plot. It's just no, it, it's just a, it's just a setting. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just used as where, the setting. Whereas it's Home Christmas a- time in LA. Yes. Yeah. Whereas Home Alone, Christmas is part of the problem. It's an integral. Yeah, yeah, it's the reason the plot develops. Yes, which uh, I, I don't know if we're going to get to Home Alone later in the list or not or whatever, but. Uh, could you imagine Home Alone set now? It wouldn't work. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, what would happen is Kevin would wake up, reach over and get his phone. Just be like, guys? Uh, oh, we left him behind. Well, let's turn around. <laughs> like, or they'd have, over. Yeah, have a GPS on his backpack and know he, they left him. Yeah. Actually, it would be mm. a horror film because, oh no, the phone's out of battery. <laughs> the yeah, signal like tower to, yeah. has gone down. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd like to see that as a horror film. It almost is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, depending, yeah. All right, this is one I've seen recently, that which I really enjoyed. Number eight is Tangerine. It's a 96%. Um, you probably would not care for it. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, just, but it is uh, It's shot all on iPhones, and... <laughs> Uh, it is, yeah. There are some graphics. There's some graphic scenes in there, but it it's almost comes off as a uh, as a documentary. It's so well written. But two um, transsexual prostitutes are walking around L.A. Uh, the one has just gotten out of prison, and she f- finds out that lo and behold, her pimp has cheated on her because we shouldn't be holding pimps to the highest of moral standards. <laughs> and this will not fly with this uh, with this woman. And so her and her friend go around the streets of L.A. trying to find Chester to make him answer for this and meet a lot of interesting characters. And it is, it's Christmas Eve. Okay. Yeah. And the it also pimp, called, what, go ahead. The pimp is called Chester. I believe so. I believe Chester so if I'm remembering that. The pimp. That Rolls off the tongue, doesn't work. it, sir? <laughs> it, is he a middle aged white man by any chance? <laughs> I think. I, maybe I'm screwing that name up, but I'm pretty sure it was Chester. And uh, uh, is the film the size of a diamond by any chance? No. That, that's a Dark Knight reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but it also follows this Armenian family. He's a cab driver, and he's. They're kind of dealing with their own uh, infidelity issues, but there's a lot of great character stuff in it. But there are some very graphic scenes in it as well. That, are that sounds shocking. like it could be really interesting. It was good. It's a 96 percent right now in Rotten Tomatoes. I thoroughly enjoyed it. The uh, the two um, 
men. I'm just saying that anatomically, not as any social issues because yeah. they are men that play the characters, but they are transgender actors. Uh, they're newcomers, and they are both amazing in the roles. Um, they're they're really 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 good. I, I, I'll have to have to look it up. Uh, yeah, but just where there are some very, like I said, some graphic scenes in there. Come but, you know, I have I no issue with. Okay, that. all right. I'm just saying as I don't know, you know, with <laughs> you may not, but yeah. all right. Yes. Okay. Uh, moving along, a film we've already touched on, The Nightmare Before Christmas, number seven, 94%. Fair enough. <laughs> yep, great. The Apartment, 1960. Uh, that is one I should have seen, but I have not. Jack Lemmon and Shirley MacLaine. I don't think I've heard uh, of that 93, one. 93, yeah. Hmm. And then we have Stalag 17 at number five from oh, 1953. Of course. 97%. Starring William Holden, Peter Graves, who I'm familiar with, Robert Stiles, who I'm familiar with. I, I'm, yeah. I'm sure. German POW camp. Yeah, let's watch that around Christmas. Okay. <laughs> so, so basically replace that with The Great Escape. And yeah, got... yeah. Uh-huh. So maybe not completely unwarranted yeah, for I, that to be a Christmas film, I, apparently. I guess. Uh, back to Holiday Inn again at number four. A 100% on Rotten. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. No, I don't think there's many 100%. Mm-hmm. Well, we're getting another one here. The oh. Shop Around the Corner with James Stewart from 1940. 100%. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry, folks. We're just a little too. Yeah. I mean, not to say I won't watch a film that's a little older, but there are only so many hours in a day. <laughs> yeah, and, and mm. them specifically being Christmas films, we may not have been talking yes. about <laughs> unless it's going to be on cable television. Then I might watch a little Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, nineteen forty seven, ninety six percent. Fair enough. Yes. Nine, yeah, ninety six. Yeah, and then of course. The best Christmas movie ever. It's a Wonderful Life. Not a fucking Christmas film. Not a goddamn Christmas movie. <laughs> it's about a horrible freaking person who doesn't even. Yeah, spread that wealth out. It's not. Or, yeah, not like it. Okay. Yep, that was the list. <laughs> you got any other Christmas ones you want to add? Uh, not not specifically, but uh, one thing I did just want to ask about is like, what are your feelings with all of these like Lifetime and insert other stations here? Hate them. Like, just how the many original plot. films? Yeah. yeah. At this point, mm-hmm. the word original doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Let me guess. Some kid, yeah, is having a hard time with things. Or um, mother, <laughs> kid or mother. It was always one uh, of those kid, two. Oh, well, yes. Um, Never, living with mom. Dad. Dad likes the drink. Uh, <laughs> or works too hard. One of the two. <laughs> yes, or a bit of both. <laughs> But by the end of the film, there's hugs and yes, and and groans probably reconciliation <laughs> of some sort. <laughs> uh-huh. And I think the only original sounding one at all that I'd heard of in within the last five years was uh, the Grumpy Cat Christmas with Audrey Plaza as the Grumpy Cat. Oh, and grumpy based cat. on all reviews that I'd heard of it, which aren't very many, it was crap. There was nothing good about it. So, <laughs> yeah, there we go. It's, like, I do think that when it comes to Christmas films, mm-hmm. like Christmas or whatever holiday you have, needs to be relatively integral to it to to kind of count as a Christmas film. Uh, unless it's just one of those films that is just mm-hmm. always on at Christmas, so those yeah. get a bit of a pass. And then when it comes to Christmas specials, like just just write it well, please. Like, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, there's so many Christmas specials that are just well. Let's just get relatively talented people and put them together. That'll be fine. Like mm-hmm. that. Give, yeah, yeah. Let's put a, <laughs> some juggling in there and some because people love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. And yeah. Yeah, and, so, and, and obviously we're talking right now directly to the people that make it, because we know you're listening. Of um, course. <laughs> this is how you're finding out to get your next Christmas special made. Exactly. I, uh, although I think we've uh, we failed in that, because we just listed off a whole bunch of films, and they'll go, aha, we can rip those off now. Yeah, let's do that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously you're not a singer, and we don't have time to find out if you're a dancer. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Write uh, something like that, not just puns about jingle bells and, yeah. and things. Yeah. Don't go for the low hanging fruit. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I don't have anything else to add. 
but I do believe you have not a Netflix recommendation, but a podcast recommendation. I do, even though, yeah, this, like I was kind of telling you earlier, um, they have their listenership pretty well established. Um, but yes. as I was someone that came into it new maybe a month ago uh, or so, I don't know if how that. long, if that, maybe three weeks ago, but um, the podcast, I heard it recommended by Paul Shear, who recommended them in the first season. Uh, Paul Shear, if you're not familiar, is a, is a comedian. Um, he's been on the, the League, which is a TV show that's I think in their final run. But he also has a podcast, um, "How Did This Get Made?" Where he and his friend and his wife talk about somewhat bad movies, right. and you know, just kind of d- dissect them every time. You know, just a horrible <laughs> '80s movie or something like that. It's quite entertaining. But on one of those, he he recommended this podcast called. The worst idea of all time. Um, <laughs> never has a podcast been named more accurately. <laughs> because if you're not familiar with these guys, um, they started out in, I think, mid-2013. Sounds just, about right. Uh, yeah, to, uh, and they Might started, have been towards the end. Yeah, closer to the end, yeah. Because they are yeah, up to date here on season two. Hmm. But uh, watching the film Grown Ups 2... The star-studded uh, comedic lineup yeah. um, back again. Having this is very important. Never seen Grown Ups one. Yep, and uh, not doing any research on it not either. Doing any research? No, they. <laughs> uh, but they watch this film every week for a calendar year, and slowly yes. descend into lunacy and madness <laughs> and. Uh, uh, Quabbling, quibbling, yeah. uh, bickering. <laughs> yeah, I, I am uh, going off on supreme tangents. Yes, I am uh, like much further behind than Brian is. Mm-hmm. But by episode nine, I think it is, they have given up on reviewing the film at all, and <laughs> and are just grasping at straws. And they have, I guess, it's uh, forty-three more to go after that. <laughs> so yeah, it's. I don't want to give anything away. They do kind of hit a spot where they're just kind of numb for a bit. But uh... <laughs> although listening to them talk, I almost want to see the film just for John Lovitz. It seems that no matter what, John Lovitz—that's like is... the first twenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And once again, as they recommend at the end of every podcast, don't watch the movie. Yeah. Um, can't stress that enough. I've seen it. Don't watch it. <laughs> it's not worth it. The hour and 40, you think, well, at least I'll kind of have reference for what they're talking about. Let let your imagination build that <laughs> reference, because it's not, that's going to be a better payoff than the film. Yeah, um, it's, it's never going to be as good as what you imagine. But it's just such a fascinating for me idea for a concept, a social experiment, uh, as it were. I yeah. mean, um, they ask many times, you know, why they're doing this, um, <laughs> but they just do it. Because they said they were going to. Yeah, I, I've run into a point where the same person keeps saying, why do we do this? And the other one says, well, we did say we do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just interesting. Because, I mean, they do discuss... Their, uh, another thing else on Paul I love about is the honesty in it. That when the energy's low, the energy's low. They don't... They're not just going through the motions. They're like, well, we're, we're not feeling it this week. Um, they talk about their lives very openly. You learn about these guys. It's it, It's very interesting. And uh, very humorous too. They're two New Zealand comedians, uh, Tim Bett and Guy Montgomery. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the, uh, I finished off season one, and now season two, uh, they were watching <laughs> Sex in the City two, which having is not longer. Seen... <laughs> yes, which is two hours twenty. How the hell did that even happen? Um, but yeah, the length is starting to get to them on that. But that is still currently going on. I'm on like episode nine. Yeah, and they're on episode, I think, 41, 40, 41, 42, I, something like that. I could have sworn they were recent, they recently released like 45, but yeah, maybe it is. Okay, maybe, yeah, yeah, but still finishing up that one, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they bring guests on, and uh, I would just give it a listen. It's a short podcast, 25 minutes to half an hour. Yeah, and, they, then, and as far as I can tell, they never exceed that. They no, I think the longest one they they've had was like a, a live one that was like thirty five or forty. Right. Um, well, that, that's a live one. That's yeah, a, you got to give people a little bit more for the for the money, <laughs> but <laughs> they're paying you to watch. <laughs> uh, to, yeah, to watch you talk about grown ups too. But yeah, that's my podcast recommendation. Check that. Check those guys out. Uh, and uh, and the only thing that tweet I'll, them and say the blockbuster saying. Yeah. Yes, please do. <laughs> and the only thing I'll add here is, uh, I mean, those of you in the podcast world will 
No, because every single time this came out last uh, at the beginning of this year, you were inundated with people saying, "Oh, you have a podcast like that serial thing." Serial mm. uh, season two has started, and it is pretty much as interesting as the first one. So, if you mm. were a fan of the first one, remember it's still there. <laughs> Go find it again and give it a listen. It's uh, uh, this one is about a soldier who deliberately went missing hmm. in Afghanistan. I think it's Afghanistan. If I'm wrong, then okay. whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, fun. But yes, if you're looking for something fun, definitely the worst <laughs> idea of all time. Yeah, you can uh, tune in, and uh, yeah, you don't. If you lose focus for an episode or 20 minutes, you you haven't missed much. Uh, <laughs> they they they'll recap, you know, pretty much on the next episode. So. Yeah, if yeah. you lose focus, that's fine because they probably have as well. Mm-hmm. Actually, yes, but <laughs> don't watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, I think that's it for us. Uh, yes, we're going to let the good people go now, Paul. Alright, wait, well, I've been Paul. It's still Paul, and I'm still Brian. Oh, you are? Still. Alright. <laughs> See you, folks. Bye. You hear it in the songs of joy promoting fiscal gain. You see it in the credit cards that plaster down the drain. Cause Santa's laughter mocks the poor, and here it comes again. Santa's laughter mocks the poor, it echoes in the night. And nagging sound that makes you want. Happy.